Hey, what's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings. And I am Keith. And, and we, have, uh, no we have Yeah, and we have no Jack today, which is sad. Uh, but we do have sponsors. Ta-da! All right, so anyway, let's get down to business because uh, yesterday the state of California doxed everybody with a concealed carry permit. Like that's <laughs> that's not that's not a, a an exaggeration or nope, anything they, like that. Keith, why don't you tell they, them? They all? pulled the ultimate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was bad. Hey, all those privacy laws we have, yeah, violate them. Yeah, forget that. So to give you guys a little did background, you, did you read this morning the the expanded extent to what they found because no. i knew i knew yesterday I'll, I'll break it down then i knew yesterday that every active licensee had been leaked anybody with a concealed carry permit your info was publicly facing and leak is such a terrible word for this this wasn't linked this wasn't leaked like hey somebody found a way to get in this was literally just the website went on and you could search and find this stuff yeah, like so the search explain. bar before we get too deep into this, uh, let's explain exactly what happened. So the California yep, Department of Justice uh, launched this new website yesterday, and it's called the uh, Firearms Dashboard Portal. And the idea was it was supposed to let the public have access to information about firearms crimes, uh, you know, number of concealed carry licensees in their neighborhood or whatever, you know, things like that, right? Uh, it's, it's a gross comparison but imagine it as sort of like a sex offender registry website for gun owners. Um, but what happened not, was- Not quite like that in the sense that it, the, the public facing data was supposed to be very, very limited and more of a for your information yeah. base. Whereas the rear facing website was very law enforcement oriented. Right. So what happened, was what happened the rear facing website went public. So for a time yesterday, you could go on to the firearms dashboard portal and look up the home addresses of people with concealed carry permits, like judges and uh, police officer and reserve police officers and people who got carry permits because they had to get a restraining order against their ex. All of that out in you the You could open. also look up the restraining orders themselves. Oh, yeah. Right. You could also look up the restraining orders. You could look up who had registered assault weapons, uh, which we're using that assault weapon in the term that it is used in California state law. It's a thing that you have to register. All of that published on the internet. You could find it. Um, so, and that was kind of the extent of what I knew yesterday, but apparently it's worse. It is worse. Because not only was all of that information public facing, you could search it, you could download the whole thing and see all the active licenses and the assault weapons and all that. They also have uh, found that the previous 10 years, so from 2021 all the way back to 2011, if you applied for a permit and you were denied or it was accepted and then ex later expired, all that info's out there too. Oh, so the addresses of people who just applied for concealed carry permits. Applied and were denied, whether we personally agreed with the reason or not. But if you applied and were denied because you didn't so show just cause. So if you were like, hey, my my ex, my ex is trying to murder me and California was like, but are they really and denied your permit? Uh, now, now your address, your new address, presumably that the the one that you want to keep hidden from the crazy ex who's trying to kill you, that's public. That's that was in the public space. I don't see any possible reason why that could be a bad thing, and no. I, 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 it's it's shocking because I remember 
like this stuff like this has happened before, but usually not one on this scale and not by a state agency. Uh, many years ago, there was a newspaper that sent in a FOIA request and got like addresses of uh, concealed carry permit holders in Tennessee and created a database and they got sued and lost and that database got destroyed tennessee changed their laws to make that information protected so state of michigan changed their laws because it happened in new york as well the mm -hmm. journal news in new york uh did it for i believe it was a county they didn't do it for the whole state they got the foia for a county and then they built an interactive map yeah so like google maps when you say hey restaurants near me and it posts up all right there's the mcdonald's there's the coney island there's the they did that but for all the people who owned guns yeah because gun county. registration is never going to be weaponized and used against gun owners that's no that's, gun, gun registration is only for safe and wholesome purposes it yeah. can never be weaponized right could you imagine what would happen if they like uh if like the nfa got leaked right? Like if yeah. the database of all of the registered NFA items got leaked and somebody put a heat map up of, you know, where the most NFA items are registered. First off, I it, did for the record universe, that was not a suggestion. Please that's don't. Not, that's not like although, although the confirmation of ATF incompetence would be hilarious. It would also be tragic because yeah, we, we don't. that's a lot of info we don't need out there. We, 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 don't, we don't want that happening. That doesn't need to happen. But Fine uh, wood knock on it. Yeah. Well, I got hang on, I got my desk. We're good. All right. Have it. So interestingly, uh, there's another wrinkle to this story. Uh, is that and you know, I'm I am not a conspiratorially minded person. I, I often I 100% believe that incompetence is usually the culprit and not conspiracies. And that's- I, I too subscribe to Occam's razor very heavily. It's usually the simplest yeah. and therefore the dumbest reason the thing happened. And that's probably the case here. However, however, my skeptical hippo eye is out a little bit because it's weird how the day after the attorney general of California sends out a memo to all of the counties being all of the sheriff's art departments and stuff that, you know, issue permits saying that the just cause requirement in the permit is now no longer constitutional. And then the day after that, they dox everybody with a carry permit. As if perhaps discouraging people from going and getting carry permits now that you no longer have to satisfy some arbitrary rule of the state of California who doesn't think you should own a gun period but they can't come out and say that yeah I just yeah that that pings really hard like I expect the actual answer is incompetence but I only suspect and there's part of me that's like hmm yeah do be a coincidence and it's one of those coincidences that I'm sure it is actually just a coincidence, but it's just the timing is really like, it's one of the first conspiracy theory, let's just say it like this, it's one of the first conspiracy theories where I'm where I'm 100% willing to entertain it, because given the current political environment around guns uh, post the uh, New York State Rifle Pistol Association decision, 
I don't really have to stretch my imagine to think that a, you know, disgruntled-ish state employee was like, them gun owners and like hit the button that said publish law enforcement only data, you know, because it's like, and in my imagination, it's like a big red button, right, that says do not push, this will dox, you know, hundreds of thousands of law abiding gun this owners. Will, this will violate all the protected information. Yeah. Do not push. You're going to publish Samuel Jackson's home address on the internet because he's got a carry permit, which that I'm not like doxing Samuel Jackson here. Every, that's like been an open secret for ages is that he has a carry permit or at least he used to. So mm -hmm. maybe he got his thing published. Pro probably anyways. still does. I assume most of the Hollywood bodyguard types, as well as a lot of people who live in California who have that level of money do in fact have carry permits and are quietly pro 2A enough in their own protection that mm -hmm. like that that's a thing. I assume most of the people who are relatively quiet on the issue of guns in Hollywood probably are like, I am, but I can't say it because I would like to keep working. Yeah, I'd like to keep my job. Thank you very much. Uh, speaking of, see, this is why, you know, uh, it is it is interesting because for a long time in California, the the kind of the cool thing for your security detail to have was to go get a, a badge from one of the badge mills in like New Mexico and Arizona, which if you guys don't know about badge mills, that is a whole amazing wiki hole that you could crawl yourself into. And you might read some names in some of those articles that if you're in the firearms industry are familiar uh, to you. But the whole idea behind a badge mill was there were, you know, some small, like, rural sheriff's offices in BFE, and they would have, you know, these insanely large numbers of reserve officers, like, that are volunteers, and they come in, like, once a year to do, you know, blah, 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 with the blah, blah, blah. But it's like a department's actual authorized strength is, like, three dudes, and then they've got 75 reserve officers, and you're like, hmm, Hmm. And yeah, yeah, there, there are, uh, there are a lot of names on those registers and it, it doesn't just, it, it, it's popular in the BFE areas in like California or New York or places that are highly restrictive except for law enforcement, but it happens in other law enforcement uh, jurisdictions in more permissible states too. Mm -hmm. I know a, a couple of sheriff's departments that have some fairly high profile names on their, on their reserve uh, dockets. And you go, hmm, I wonder why that is. Uh, but uh, I do, in those particular instances, and I won't say who, but in those particular instances, I do know that those people do actually show up and work the yeah. required week or required two weeks and, and do their time, which is kind of cool. <laughs> and so for the record, uh, there's definitely a difference between, and I, I, I should I should clear this up because someone's going to get mad at me and send me a mean email. Um, there was one outfit that was absolutely a badge mill. They would hand out badges for political donations. They would hand out badges to famous people, you know, just, and that was not a cool thing. There are plenty of departments that utilize a reserve program, a reserve deputy or a reserve officer program to assist with their manning the same way that the military uses the reserves to assist with their manning. And those reserve officers show up, they do the work, they train, and, you know, do they enjoy the benefits of, you know, maybe having access to Leosa or stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that. And I am not being, I, I want to be very clear because I enjoy 
the benefits of LEOSA through the Air Force Reserve. So it would be extremely hypocritical of me to be critical of organizations that are utilizing the reserve program correctly just because somebody, you know, like Shaq. Somebody, get a somebody gets a benefit because they happen to be both famous another way, but also in this program, which right. anybody like, could be and qualify for. Shaq is a reserve deputy, or at least he was at one point. And according to all reports, Shaquille O'Neal showed up, did his job, worked hard, and was a generally speaking a good cop. You know, so I'm totally fine with that. I, I want to be really, I really. I still want to see clear. Shaq rolling out of a classic Crown Vic and just. How does he? How do he fit in it? Like Crown Vics are big, but Shaq is big, big. You know, so I don't, I don't know how that would work. Crown, anyway, Crown Vic is spacious for we normally proportioned folk. Yeah, that is so, not a Shaq. No, Shaq is not normally proportioned. So back to the whole California thing. You know, this is interesting for. A number of reasons. Obviously, it's interesting because the timing is so highly suspect, right? Like, mm -hmm. and again, not conspiratorially minded. However, this one does make the hair on the back of my neck stand up. And this, like, this couldn't be timed better to look like a reprisal. Yeah. Plain and simple. This couldn't be timed better to look like uh, Calif someone in this, I won't say the state of California, but someone in the state of California's government being like, well, screw you guys. I'm taking my ball and going home. I don't want to play with you anymore. Right. If you are intentionally trying to dox gun owners and concealed carry permit applicants in the hopes of discouraging people from applying for concealed carry permits, because you now have to issue them, how would it look any different? Mm-hmm. It wouldn't. And that's why, again, you know, my skeptical hippo eye or my, you know, cop hair or whatever you want to call it is standing up. And I'm just like, uh. the other reason I think this is interesting is, isn't California like the tech hub of America? Oh, I, I could not be happier in my very, like, you done, you done goofed and you've earned this because of how much, you know, negative. I, I'm a firm believer in, in positive and negative karma. So mm -hmm. if you generally do good things and positive things in the world, you will probably have good and positive things happen to you. And this just tickles me to no end that the state that hosts Silicon Valley and all of the good tech things that are allegedly at the cutting edge in that state, the state of California could not properly turn on a website. Yeah. And I mean, not just like not and not a and not a particularly complex website. We have had this portal type system for decades. This is not a new format. Yeah, it might be on it might be built on fairly newer software. But how this website runs is like the most basic template. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. And it's embarrassingly bad. Because again, you know, you would think the state of California would be able to turn on a website again. And now we can, you know, entertain the argument of what if they turned on the website exactly the way the website was intended to function. And this was the plan all along, which again, this, this one's tough because I'm like, this is really bad. This and is incredibly bad. And it's one of those things that a normal web dev team would absolutely test on the dev site is the fact like okay 
This is limited information. This is public information. Let, le let me make sure by emulating a public domain IP whether I can find the limited information. Nope, cool. Let me test that for the various common users. Nope, can't access it. Cool. My filter for a logged in, you know, portal user having access to the domain versus public facing, I'm not a logged in portal user. So logged in portal would be, you know, California DOJ personnel and non-logged in would be Joe public just going to the website. Like that should be a very easy differentiation. It'd be like, it'd be like anybody being able to use literally anybody else's Amazon account just by searching it. Yeah. Well, like, and, and it's that level of simple. See, and this is the problem. The more that we talk about this, the more I'm like, it would be almost impossible to do this wrong right like every i never i never put a bottom marker on any government funded development you fair. know what dot mill websites look like yeah that's that's fair in a race to the bottom uh it, it's really easy to well in a race to the bottom it's hard to beat the government uh, and that's and that's really the the final thing in the Occam's razor that has me thinking this is probably still incompetence and not deliberate. And my guess is if California finds that this was deliberate, they'll hang whatever peon it was out to dry in a in a minute because they don't want to be accused of violating privacy. Right. Like they they could probably give two shits about guns and protecting gun owners, but that's a bad look right now with the Supreme Court having just ruled the way they were. Uh, so if they can if they can absolutely shove someone under the bus for it, especially if it was deliberate, they're going to, and they're going to very publicly to try and gain back some of those, we're actually competent points, totally, totally guys, it wasn't our fault, even though it probably was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and so, okay, so to, to put a bow on this, as, as we just said, in a race to the bottom, it's hard to beat the government because if you've ever been on um, MyPay, for example, which is the site mm -hmm. that I use to see how badly the government has screwed up my paycheck, you know, at any given month, um, you know, you my know pay. the government- MyPay is awful. My, and so my, glad and, I don't and, have to use it anymore. Hold on. You know what? Hang on. MyPay objectively is a bad website. MyPay- objectively is one of the best functioning government websites that I have to use. So yep. that is like, that's a gid. That is why I don't, I don't believe with my whole chest that this was intentional. Yeah. Because there, there is a bar for government incompetence and goddamn is it low. So this is absolutely within the realm of things. The government could 100% screw up in a natural way. The bar for government incompetence is so low, an earthworm couldn't limbo under it, right? Like you need a micro, you need an electromagnet, one of those super microscope things that can see gaps, you know, that are the width of an atom. That's that's the bar. That's how low it is. All right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think that this is intentional, but. For the first time in, you know, of all of the crazy conspiracy theories that we've heard since COVID, you know, uh, this is the first one where I'm like, 
I'm going to entertain this one. I'm not going to rule it this, out. This one, this one can stick around as um, foreseeable. We, yeah. we could plausible. plausible. Yeah. What is it with Mythbusters? Confirmed, plausible, and busted. Yeah. You know, so this one, plausible. Like, definitely not this, busted. This could have absolutely been California throwing a temper tantrum. Yeah. I, would I love... believe it was California being terrible at their jobs but it could have been California throwing a temper tantrum. I would love it if in like the next two days the Cali DOJ releases a statement being like, uh, turns out this was the actions of like a lone wolf uh, employee who blah, 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 blah. That person's been fired. Because then, well, and that would confirm that it was intentional. And <laughs> well, and you know right now they're looking for somebody to throw under the bus. They're like- Oh, right, right now, if they, if they can- if they can, in a good manner, hang somebody out to dry on this, they're absolutely going. Oh, to for, sure. for sure. Because otherwise, it's just California DOJ and good old Bontas uh, DOJ. That's just like, yeah, you suck at your job this much. Oh God, they suck so bad at their jobs. All right, guys. So, uh, to kind of put a bow on this episode. You know, we don't uh, we don't think it was intentional, but it might have been. That's kind of where we're at on this. We don't and- dismiss the fact that it was intentional. And the other thing about this, we don't dismiss that possibility. Not fact. We don't dismiss the possibility that it was intentional. Although we do not believe that most likely. So, and I think the thing that I that I kind of want to end on is, if you happen to be a person who is not super pro gun and you've made it to the end of this episode, first off, how how did you find us? Why are you listening? Uh, Thank you for listening. But thank you, thank you for listening. How did you get in here? But uh, we're curious. What I want to really uh, stamp with this episode is things like this are why gun owners, by and large, are so opposed to registration. Uh, you know, and I know in this case it was you know CCW permits, but also it was assault weapons registrations and things like that. And you saw it happen with registrations in New York after Newton when that newspaper got a hold of that. And it's not that we're opposed to the idea of like. We're not against rules, guys. We're not yeah, against we're not all against rules, rules forever, everywhere. But when you have a gun owner who is suspicious of the efficacy or how well government can do this thing, I want you to remember this. Yeah. I want, want you to remember that when you are saying, we need this thing, we need a registration and you need insurance and you need all this stuff so the government can make us safer. I want you to remember that California couldn't turn on a website without leaking sensitive information to the world that people absolutely have the right to expect remains private. So, so why, why should we have confidence in this? And that's, and that is kind of the problem. Like me as a gun owner, I'm opposed to registration. Look, the government knows I have guns. I have an, I have NFA items. So they know. Mm -hmm. So I am in fact a registered gun owner because I have NFA stuff. What I worry about isn't the government coming to my door to take my guns. What I worry about is my address getting posted on Reddit and crackheads kicking my door down at 2 a.m. Because I don't really want to get into a gunfight in my hallway. Uh, so 
you know, and that's not, not on the, not on the list of five top vacation items to complete for summer 2022 is crack at it 2 a.m. the whole Yeah. Day. Hard, the hardest it passes. And so stuff like this for gun owners, it resonates because we see the government not being able to properly safeguard our, the most basic personal identifiably information that's out there, right? Like, can you imagine how bad it would be if the DMV just leaked everybody's driver's license? Same idea. Yeah. Same idea. DMV is like, here's where everybody is at. Have a grudge against literally anybody. I can tell you where they're at. We're the DMV. We're here to help. Yeah. Same idea, guys. That's why we don't like this stuff. You know, that's it's not that we're opposed to rules or things like that. We are opposed to letting the government control our PII because the government has come. I mean, for Pete's sakes, the federal government couldn't protect the PII of people with security clearances, you know. Mm-hmm. So, and I was on that list too. That was freaking awesome. So, yeah. Uh, it's great. Uh, California sucks at doing their jobs. Shocked face. Let me show it to you. And <laughs> this is my shocked face. Yeah. And we'll be back next week with another episode, guys. Thanks for listening.